Their overlapping bodies became one body. Their many brains became one confused and panicked brain. Instead of many separate people, they became one seething mass, a terrified and maddening organism, a puddle of sentient erupting flesh, a dozen-eyed and many-limbed thing. Drunken Book Review Podcast. Dot com. Actually, that's not a thing. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> you can try. Bridge8.com. I'm Caleb Michael Service. And I'm Justin Hall. And you should drink yourself a book. Read yourself a beer. Because this is the Drunken Book Review Podcast. And we're going to talk about a book. We're <laughs> Sam that's, Adamsing it up today. A, still, as always. You know, for like two weeks straight now. <laughs> because they were on sale. <laughs> the magic of podcasting. I think I was really close to the mic on that. I'm very, sorry. very time travel adjacent um, kind of stuff we're doing. I almost drank the Cosmic Sour and I decided not to. I'm going to stick with the lager. Okay, I'll drink it. I'll just... 76 lager. Chug one before I go to the movies later. We're both drinking the 76 lager. We are. We actually have a picture that we'll probably share within the coming days. I wouldn't want to drink at the movie theater. I don't even know how you're going to go see a movie after this. I'd fall asleep. I mean, I'll probably get a coffee. Uh. Brittany, that's usually what Brittany and I do is what we get. we get a coffee... Because we go to Tinseltown. And that's Starbucks. Do you think if you went to Tinseltown and there was an advertisement for Brass Tax Coffee, like you get some sort of discount with your ticket that you would use it? Yes. Cool. It's just expensive. It's really expensive to put an advertisement. Yeah. No, but theater. I would... Uh, we'll probably go to Brass Tax before the movie. Yeah. My thing is always... We usually have to get like a, a treat. Like I just usually drink black coffee, but I'll go get like a mocha or something like that when I'm going to the movies. But previews are so long now that I finished the drink before the movie even starts. They let you bring it in? Well, they have a Starbucks in there. So in we there. usually do the Starbucks. So, But because I always finish it before the previews even start now, I think I'm just going to go to Brass Tacks because I'll just drink it before the movie because that's what try, I do anyway. Try to anyway. bring it in. I will say that like I've brought my Brass Tacks cups into the theater and Fleming, and they just let me bring them in normally. But they don't have a coffee shop there. They might have an issue with that. Yeah. What you do is you get your Starbucks sleeve, and you just put that on – on my cup. Smart. And then, yeah, just work it in. Um, so, We're today, here. we are reviewing Christian Rapinian's You Know You Want This. Right. Um, and so, if you don't exactly know the name Christian Rapinian, or if it sounds vaguely familiar, it's because on a previous episode, an early, what, a year and a half ago, a certain story called Cat Person went viral. Just the first time a story really ever did that, right? And uh, you and Brittany did the review of that one, which was weird. It was the only non-Justin uh, Caleb podcast. Yeah, we just sat on the couch. It was like one night. I was like, hey, you should read this story. I'm going to read it a second time so I know exactly how I feel. And then... We should post that one up, too. We'll post that. Yeah, we'll repost that. Because that that uh, I'm not going to talk about Cat Person Really, when I talk about this book today. Yeah, Cat Person was cool to reread. Yeah. Because I didn't really remember it too much because I read it really quickly or listened to it, I think, actually, when y'all did it back in the day um, through The New Yorker. Yes. Um, but uh, this is out of... Uh, I think... Was it Scribner or was it... Um, no. Simon Schuster? No. Who published this? Scout Press. I don't even know what that is. I know what that is either, but I'm going to look. Oh, good thing I got my, I got my bookmark in here. So but I'm pretty sure she got like a seven-figure book deal out of this. Scout Press Cat is Person. out of New York, London, Toronto, Sydney, and New Delhi. So they're apparently... It's a new imprint from Gallery Books. Simon & Schuster, Inc. Uh, yeah. I think I actually talked about that before. But I think we did too, maybe. But anyways... I think it's because we didn't know what Scout Press was. She got a big book deal after the whole cat person thing, and then she and I I say this because I think this is gonna go into what I say about the book a little bit later that she got this book deal and then she had to then produce a book for it. Um, I think that we have two different views of this book, my friend. Interesting. Like, um, you uh seemed hesitant about it when you were reading it when I talked to you about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And so I went into it with kind of like this, like, oh, Caleb didn't really dig this book, so I'll probably. Yeah, not really like it, but um, I actually really liked it. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I like this. I love it because I feel like the last few podcasts we've had, we've been in sync with each other, and we, no yeah, one we've been that. pretty much like on the same page. And so I'm kind of curious. I yeah, let's fight it okay, out. First let's of all, the cover of this, we're talking about like 
spending money on a book cover. Yeah. It's textured. Yeah. Have you felt it? I mean, sure, but like when I look at it, I fucking hate oh, it. Oh no, it's wild. There's stripes and patterns and it's it's all over the place, but like It looks like it looks like the cover was designed before it rem- they chose which book they were going to use Have it you for. You felt the texture of the book. I mean, I felt like it has like the ripples on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've done yeah. Yeah, the ripples. I made everyone touch this book. So there's all sorts of germs on this book. And it looks kind of I mean, like it looks a, like a vagina or a butthole or a butthole, one of yeah. the two. But I mean like and not What well, hold on, let's I want to pause. I don't want to equate a vagina and a butthole there. I just want to say it's pink and it's got a cavernous dark, dark center, center, but yeah. it's more rounded than oblong right. like a vagina. Right. I was just thinking it had layers like a butthole. <laughs> yeah. Or a or a vagina, I guess intestines have it layers. could be like in 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 any nipple you know how some people have any nipples oh, it could be a, or an audi nipple i mean honestly if i guess like it depends on your perspective if you, if you looked at the the ripples in the opposite direction like it's going outward okay <laughs> anyway <laughs> where are we going but then the uh the binding is this um almost like composition book it like, actually it almost looks like when you go to um you go to like kinko's and you get like those plastic rings thrown into your your copy paper, yeah, or something. but like, but like something Victoria's Secret, like with this whole cover too, with the black stripes and the splash and pink. of pink. Yeah, yeah it's got. A, so I mean, very feminine color scheme on this thing. Um, so yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> as Jerry uh, Seinfeld was saying. <laughs> but I mean, like, so my whole thing with Cat Person was I loved how gritty, dark, and real her characters were. And like, and when I say real, I mean like everyday creepy. People. No, I mean it's it's a relatable story. That's why it went viral. I just, I I even think back on Cat Person though, and I still think that like it was a relatable story, but I don't think it was like a good story. Like I don't know that it was. Oh god, that locker's good. Yeah, it's a good beer. Yeah, it's pretty delicious. But I good I down. so Ed. I'm going to get into it, but my general impression of this book is that, like, like the conceit of every story, like, the idea, if I told, like, I'm thinking, like, oh, this is a story about this. This is a story where this happens. Story. I'm like, I'm kind of into it. I just, I feel like every story needed, like, another workshop or two. Like, it felt like every story. And, write, and the writing aspect of it? or the it, Yeah, it just plot. wasn't, it wasn't finished. It was, like, it was, it there were things I was reading and editing the whole time I read. I was editing. I was like, I don't like this decision here. I don't. Sometimes think... I like that I'm dumb because <laughs> that... I don't do that as much unless I see something that's just hideously wrong that confuses me. It's yeah. like just like how I have some friends that are um, into art, yeah, or not art. Uh, well, art too, but um, but into filming, yeah. And we'll be watching something, and they're they're not enjoying the show because of how it's filmed. Yeah. Like the zooms or the backdrops or the panning or the angles are fucking weird. So they're consumed with that. Yeah. So they can't actually enjoy the content. Yeah. So what you're maybe doing is it happens with me in movies is, though too. Is, yeah. Is getting so focused on the nitty gritty aspects of, ah, uh, that should have been an apostrophe and not like a continued system. No, no, it's not even that. It's not that but kind like, of editing. But I mean, like, I, but I mean, like, I, or even like, you know, like, this should have happened first. This should happen. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you're going about it, but there's something about it that you're doing that's nitpicking about it that I'm not being able to do, which is giving me the freedom to enjoy something, yeah, more wholly than I mean. Like it's like it's almost like I said like uh, with um, Star Wars fans and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. just go in for the ride. Just don't try to tear it apart. Just go in mm-hmm. and enjoy it. You know, like so. It's like some of these books. Like it was hard for us not to do that with E.L. James because we we both went into that wanting to tear that book apart. We wanted to do that. We yeah. had no hopes for that book. No, 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 no. And with that, we went in with such a negative i didn't have as much of a negative view as you did because i actually thought that her work had improved right but i have comparable information with that well i will say there are stories in this that i think are much better than cat person oh 100 percent. yeah cat person is cat person is mid-level storytelling compared to some of the other things that the biter one that i read this morning because i finished this this morning it's the last story yeah holy shit what a awesome 
story that story you, is. you like that story love that i story. hate that story i love that story i, I love was... the i love this this bonkers person that cannot I, control see, well here's where i get into like the edits i love the conceit i love the idea that this person can't help it i hate that at the end of it there was this neat little wrapped up convenient, ending. but that's the like, only one that had the wrapped up ending that ended like that, though. But so it didn't really bother me as much because she wasn't doing that with the other ones. The other ones end horrifically. This is a this is not a fun short story collection. This is a horror book. This is like this. This could be put in. This is cover wise. There needs to be blood dripping down this book because yeah. this is horror. None of this is. We always talk about how like short stories are negative or sad, uh-huh. or can have like a like a different tone. But this yeah. is these are horror stories, all of them. See, the stories I got really into were like the the boy in the pool. Oh, I love the boy in the pool. Boy I, in the pool. I, 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 was... I almost quoted the the beginning one was was from uh, the birthday one. I can't remember what the title of it was, but it was uh, the birthday wish one. Oh, um, when she like she wishes because the mom doesn't like the other moms and stuff, and there's like a weird hide and go sardines. Game. Yeah. Sardines, which what a fun game! I didn't know about sardines. Sardines, like, sardines is a fun game. game. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was into that too. Yeah, so sardines is the one I I I quoted from, and but again, horror story. Yeah, like not what you wanted to or. Well, ugh. I felt like sometimes it was the the writer was leaning on the shock, and awe of it rather than trying to focus on leaving me with a good, impactful story. Because none of these, like, lingered with me, in a way. Uh, Bad Boy lingered. Bad Boy or the the Good Boy? Bad Boy is the opening one with the threesome couple that they end up basically taking him in and domineering him. Oh, yeah. They want. Yeah, Uh, I don't really care for that one either. Oh, man, holy shit. You know why I care about that one? Because I am the bad boy in that one. Tech, not technically, because I'm not being controlled by a couple. Yeah. But I spend a lot of times as a single man, and I have in the past too, with couples. Yeah. I'm not my best friend, Stephen and Valerie. They're, I've always been around them. Yeah. And if they decided to fuck with me like that, I might have gotten caught up in something <laughs> like that. You know, like, yeah. the, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I wouldn't have gotten caught up in a love triangle with someone mm-hmm. if they were controlling me like that but i'm also really i'm friends with you and Brittany. i'm friends with my friend logan and adrian i'm friends with uh my friend bailey and lance and we all have these really great open conversations with each other we all hang out with each other there's no real there's a comfortability with everything like that so that for me was like uh i could i could see myself getting drunk on a couch after a terrible breakup which we all know because i can't stop talking about it It just happened (laughs) um but I mean, like to that one, but the extent of the terrible breakup and where that story went, I tell pe- people like, what's that story about? I go, I don't know. I just, they just made some guy fuck his dead girlfriend. I'm like, <laughs> like that's, that was not how I expected. Even as real as cab person was, was not expecting the first book. Spoiler yeah. alert. Sorry guys. Some fucking raunchy ass shit happens in this book. Like I said, horror stories. This could be. One, two, three, four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve stories, like one of those twelve horror story type things, like yeah, that they have Hulu or somebody puts out. Like all these are. I mean, it was definitely like had grotesque moments in a way. Like even the mirror, the bucket, and the old thigh bone, like that story. I was another one of my favorites because I liked that it was a period um, piece. Or like seemed like it was like in old Aladdin times, like Arabic, like had some Arabic feel to it, like mm-hmm. the betrothed girl who can't find a suitor, and then when she does, it turns it's herself. Into this, it was turns weird. into this horrible thing that someone like Jafar set up. Basically, was like I thought that that's what it was. So basically, I thought what it was was this counselor or whatever it is went in and was this guy disguised and then basically made this made up thing in the middle of the night while she slept. So when she woke up to it, she was, she thought that's what it was. That's my interpretation of what See, it my was. interpretation was that she actually just saw herself and was just so self-absorbed. Oh, I, mine was that this guy set this up. Uh. Like he sent a seductive man in, in this black cloak. So she didn't know what he looked like. And then in the middle of the night swapped him out for this hideous 
representation so he could be like you're only in love with yourself make the decision and she's like oh my god i can't believe it i was only in love with myself all this was in my imagination and then she falls in love with this thing so incredulously that like it fucks her whole brain up because yeah. she's already seems like she might have something wrong with her. That beginning. was definitely a story though. I felt myself just like skipping. Oh, like man. I was, I, I, I was, I was reading uh, like three sentences a page because I was like, I just, I don't know, man. That's weird. I, I'm, I don't know, man. I've, I've, I really dug every story in this, yeah. in this. In See, this I don't like, I don't despise this book. This book's not going to get a terrible rating for me, but it's not going to get a great rating because I just don't think, this, like I said, I like the conceit and idea of the stories. I just don't think they got the love and time they needed because I think she was in a weird pressure deadline to like she had to produce a book. Because I don't even think all the stories fit together as a collection. I think they do only in the fact that they're all horror stories. I think they're yeah. all dark and demented. They're all like they all, none of them have a. But then the title's like you know you want this. Is it yeah. just because they're all sexual in a way? Mm, or maybe well they're not all sexual like matchbox sign is not sexual that move that one was uh the one where the girl thought she had bugs in her skin oh and yeah that just reminded me of that ashley judd movie which is the exact same plot as ashley judd is living in a motel room with and she thinks yeah. she has bugs in her skin it's called bug yeah it is disturbing i and haven't these seen people it. think they have bugs in their skin and they like literally it's a real disease, I guess, apparently. Yeah. And she ends up getting this other guy believing that he's got them in his skin. And they yeah. end up getting there completely naked throughout the whole movie. It's fucking weird. They so end you're up saying Kristen Rapinian ripped off the Ashley Judd movie. Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, 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 a, it's a little bit close. I think it's I definitely I was, imagined. But even like something like that, I was waiting for something else to make it a little more interesting. I don't know. I just. As I was reading it, I just never bought in or got enraptured by what I was reading. I just I I don't want to say I didn't care because like I some of these I I remember every story. I was like able to pay attention to it. I just didn't think they were. I didn't think any of them were like that good, and that's kind of like goes along with my feelings of Cat Person a little bit. Like I understand why Cat Person was viral and why it appealed to so many people, but even at the same time, like I really want to. I want to f- edit cat person now. Like it ends with him texting what like whore or bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want it to end there. Like that's not a good ending to it's me. Just, but that's where it ends sometimes. I just think that's where it ends. I think I don't. And I think because I know, I just don't know if relatable and realistic is the same as good. Oh, I just thought that that was so uncomfortable. Like this book makes you uncomfortable. Every story makes you uncomfortable on some level. At least it did me. Maybe I'm heightened to that. I just I didn't care enough to be uncomfortable. I think that was the difference. Were you not uncomfortable? I mean, well, okay, so I'm just going through these because I like, I actually, I like this book a fuck ton. So, like, uh, like Death Wish, where he has to punch the girl in the face face. and kick her in the stomach, and then he can have sex with her. And then nothing, and he never opened the box. Like, he never found out was in her, yeah, right. or he never opened a suitcase. He never found yeah. out was in a suitcase. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then why even have it? That's my edit. My edit is like, why is the suitcase in here if nothing comes out of it? Well, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I don't know, but you're thinking about it. Barely. Barely, my ass. You remembered it. I barely I remember I remembered it because I was frustrated with it. And that's the difference. It made you uncomfortable. It made me frustrated. And I'm just like, I... Again, I, I, the general the good idea. Guy, the good guy was like one of the longest ones in the, in the, in the thing. It was about, uh, Ted, Rachel, and Anna. He had the girlfriend from college, or the girl from high, the girl he was in love with in high school who went to college, and then he started dating the other girl yeah. after she left. There's another, I thought that was great too. I mean, it, that one drug I on a little fine. too long. That one may have been my only complaint about that. It was the, it was kind of like a novella inside. But of that this. one, like, even the ending of that one, though, it's not like great. Uh, you'd have to, you'd have to tell me that. I don't remember how it ended. So they have the interaction. He ends up kissing Anna, right, outside the party because she's the only reason he does it because she's jealous that he's with the girl, with the ugly girl, <laughs> the the weirdo. Yeah, uh, but only weird. Yeah, he just felt like she was weird. I just loved. I loved. Like we were talking about last week with um, how Emma does a great job of talking from a male's perspective. Yeah. 
Um, Kristen writes from a male perspective a lot in this. Yeah. And not just from a male's perspective, but like a fucking creepy male's perspective. No. Like, like this must be some autobiographical shit that she's running through. She's met these guys. She's dealt with these mm-hmm. guys before. I mean, I hope that she's not the kind of person that likes to get punched in the face or kicked. But I mean, she might be one of those people that I know some people that like, like when be, I, that like that like that. I when when that story started and I got that conceit, I'm like, oh, she's just trying to tell me something really shocking. And sure, yeah, like the decision of whether or not he's going to punch her is like tension building. But the story was about nothing else, and I just wanted it to be about something else okay. too. Like that one, I could see being a. I need ten more pages. Not even ten more pages. I need like maybe just three, and then I need the punch to come like a little sooner, and then because all he does is he punches her and he has sex with her, and then she leaves, and then that's it. That's the whole story. I don't know how he had sex with her. I wouldn't be able to do it. Exactly. But I wouldn't be able to do it because first I wouldn't be able to punch a girl. I feel like the sex needed a lot more time. We live in a society now that unless you are on like, unless you filed some major paperwork Mm -hmm. and there was a, um, maybe like, what are they called? The people that like are there when you get things signed, the notary, a notary Yeah, there. That's like, yeah, you like, you're letting me punch you in the face for this. And there's yeah. people here. There's a witness. There's a there's a, there's a lot of people. Like, I am not putting my hands on a female, ever. No, unless she is killing my kid, or doing something horrendous. I also I, don't like, like. I don't have an. Ex- I don't have any real experience with Tinder and stuff like that. I don't. Not know. Yeah, not knowing someone them them wanting that. I, know- I was more interested in the fact that the guy was living out of his motel. Yeah. And that not enough was given to that. I needed to know a little bit more about like hit what it meant to him that he was living out of this motel and kind of reminded me a little bit of like a like a darker version of uh um the James uh Poissot uh one armed yeah a little story. bit like a little bit because she was she was tiny hotel. she was tiny she yeah. was vulnerable she was but this is what she wanted. You know, yeah. and and he had to kick her in the stomach too. That was like the other part. That was was one thing to punch her. Oh, and man, then, I would hate to be one of those people that are like, and I'm not giving you the desired. Here's the thing, though: is wanting. listen, sex is great. If she wants that, you're out of here. I'll just jerk off. I'll jerk yeah, off I mean, to your picture. Like, why would I need to punch you in the face? I think that's a little bit where it got a little. Well, I mean, I know, know I know girls that like getting punched in the face. Sure, that's like fun. real life people. Like that's th- not a story. That's just a. I thing. know, but I mean, it could be if I wrote about them. Like, like you. And, but that's what she did. She what, wrote about them. You're and then, saying you're almost saying it like it's unbelievable, but it is believable to me because I know people that are into that. Kind I of need, stuff. To, but I. It's unbelievable that this particular guy just did it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere. Got to start punching <laughs> bitches at some point. I mean, like, I just want to punch you just hard enough to where you uh, get what you want, but it doesn't kill you. I just always, like, I was reading this, and I was like, wow, this... this Can you imagine punching a girl in the face? I, I, I hate just it. Break I hate it. A, I feel... I, I know that we're resilient. I'd punch myself it, in the face. Oh, I would punch myself in the face. Or was like, who did but, that I mean, I'll do it myself. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Anthony Jeselnik did that. He's like, he's like, he's like, just imagine this. A guy comes up, punches you in the face, and then punches himself in the face <laughs> as hard as he can. You're probably going to be like, all right, fair play. Thanks, man. I don't... I don't... You know, like, you're going to... Um, but, like... Um, but yeah, I can't imagine. I, I, I was just, as I read these stories, every single one, I'm like, this reads exactly like a story I read in like a creative writing workshop class, you know? And so like, I just know, I know exactly the critiques and the feel like, especially because like, I've probably written stories like this myself where I just like went, I was like, this thing is shocking. This will be my hook into the story. But then that's it. Like all these stories kind of felt like they were missing the other thing that was like that. And so the the good guy one, um, it that one like had all the components but never like finished. And then, but the guy in the pool one was one where um, that, that kind one of had, had like everything. That was like the yeah. That was like the 
like the most harmless one. But like, it had so much more to it because it was like had this whole story of them as children yeah. watching the secret VHS and then them as adults and having grown apart and then wanting to bring them together. But then like the thing that she goes through and does to actually bring them together is just so fucking awkward. Yeah. And so weird. Oh, uh, that was really great. I uh, thought that story like yeah. of so that just felt the most polished and complete of the story. So when I read everything else, I was like, it has like one piece of that. Yeah. In a little bit. So All right. I mean, I get, I get, I get what you mean, a little bit. But I mean, I, I think just because I think because I wasn't going, I because I just don't have that eye, and uh, more and more I just, you know, you know me, I vary between like, man, I wish I went to school, and yeah. then sometimes I'm like, ah, kind of okay that I didn't go to school for this. I just wonder like, though, it if kind of just... gives me this blind because I'm getting more of a generalized population view of it than you're maybe getting. And well, I was thinking wondering... like readers generally value <laughs> relatability a little bit different too. I think like. I'm just not a reader who values relatability. I and, think that someone that reads sense. and, you know, like not your favorite writer either, but Polinick mm-hmm. would pick this up and be like, this isn't that same ilk of of short story. Um, like That's you know, true. I mean, Polinick's definitely kind of like a shock and awe. He kind of leans into the grotesque. But Polinick keeps his stuff more fictional, nonfiction. I'm reading uh, Klosterman's new, uh, listening to Klosterman's new book right now, Chuck Klosterman. Oh yeah, and um, holy cow, I've never done, listened to his stuff or read it before. It's so good, but it's also kind of like on on its own way a little little yeah. upsetting, but so well written. And the new one is called Nonfiction or fiction, it's a fictional, fictional, non-fic- fictional, not fictional, nonfiction. And yeah. it's like, there's like, seems like every story has like this long lineup of facts and it and stuff like that, that relate to this fictional story. It's funny because I've never actually read anything he's done, but he's always on like the Bill Simmons podcast and sports podcast I listen to. Yeah. And so that's the only thing I know. Him from. He's great. He had, yeah. uh, H John Benjamin reads one of the short stories. This is a short story collection. H John Benjamin reads one of the really? stories and it's about this guy who's basically stuck in this purgatory where every day he wakes up and he gets coffee, and he goes to this record store and finds these records mm-hmm. of these unbelievable things, like the first recordings of Ozzy Osbourne or something like that that no yeah. one's ever heard. And he gets home, but he never gets to listen to them. And there's always this beef stew that's been made with like these perfect seasons and stuff like that that he's really like he's he eats and he enjoys, but he's not a beef stew kind of guy. And he's just every yeah. night he goes to bed going, "What is this?" And then wakes up and it's like the same fucking thing, but there's a different record and there's same stew and like and it's so i just had that moment where like you get a little bit drunker and everything kind of zeroes in a little bit it was like the world around you blurred a little bit i was doing a good job i was getting you were you focused on the story you just lost track i was kind of lost in the fact that like i could hear you but i couldn't see the words coming out of your mouth Ah, yeah interesting seeing words coming out of a mouth is pretty interesting as a, a a view of something like you're not off track, but the way I'm experiencing you is that it's like it's like an English dubbed anime. Kinda. I had a dream that I did more drugs than huh. I've done. Yeah. And there was a drug that I did that was somewhere between LSD mm-hmm. and um, acid, but it wasn't as hardcore. Yeah. And I was like, and I woke up going, "What was that drug I did?" Yeah. I'm like I know I did something like that, but I've never done anything like that. I've never done drugs. Yeah. I mean, I smoke pot, but yeah, that's not drugs. I haven't done drugs, drugs ever. I mean, yeah, whatever your definition of drugs is, I so guess. What's, what's your favorite story in here? What's the one that, like, is it the biter or is it? I mean, I don't know. I really enjoyed the biter one. For some reason, that really, I did hate how it wrapped up really easily. But I, I kind of like that she kind of got away with it. Um, but, yeah. like, because uh, it's what she wanted to do. And she just happened to, I think, I mean, he just pushed her to the edge. But I just love the idea of someone that has a biting problem. Yeah. That just seemed wildly unrealistic to me but also as realistic as anything else because people are fucking weird and people have all sorts of problems um people are kinkier more people are kinky than they're not kinky yeah i mean like kink thing is like another thing that um uh but i don't know i don't know if you want to go through the thing every time i go through this thing i find another story that i'm like i would be i would be okay with going back and reading again um yeah, i kind of need to like run through the table of contents to to figure out what my favorite is i just always think of the boy in the pool one because i'm like i felt like that one was a little more complete let me see i'm 
I mean, like, while I think... Oh, I actually really liked The Night Runner. A the Night Runner was pretty good. Um, I hated Scarred. The Night Runner reminded me of, um, of what's the one? Was it Poisson's Story 2 where the the guy was the bone or the... No, it was, uh, it wasn't, it was, a uh, Russell's story, the Karen Russell's story where the guy had to cut the ligaments in the back of the yeah. legs and he was being tormented yeah. by, you know, like basically it was a guy that was like, didn't do anything wrong, but was being tormented by, um, the society and like nobody wanted him there. Yeah. I liked, I liked that weird pressure in the night runner where it was like, this guy's trying to do a good thing. He's here. He doesn't want to go back home. He's not ready to go back home. But he's kind of stuck in this place, but he's getting tormented by these kids who are just awful. Yeah. Um, and then the end of it where he finally just chases them, but he's in his underwear. Like, he's playing into... Well, he becomes one of the Night Runners, becomes, I think, yeah. with, with Grace. Because I think she was the one that was doing it. Mm-hmm. Or one of the ones. Because it seemed at one point everyone was doing it. Like, they were just completely fucking with Yeah. And so I liked that stuff where it was... It was, like, weird. The magical and, stuff. Yeah, it was, like, weird and dark, but it was, like... There was a little more going into what was bothering this person, but then the other stuff, I just wasn't... You couldn't, like, the sardines one was one of those ones where I imagine just this horrifying amalgamation the of... sardines one, just like, it's... It was one of those where it decided to get super crazy a little too late. Like, it was, like, when it happened, I was like, that's fucked up. But the rest of the story wasn't that fucked up, so I don't I don't believe it. A little well, you way. couldn't. Well, I mean, you could only leave so much after that, because then you gotta, you know, you gotta cut it off right then, because it's more of the shock of that, and then it's not like you can't go more, because then you're like, how do we separate these people? Yeah, does the wish come make them come back apart? You know, like she she got what she wanted, but it was like be careful what you wish for kind of situations. Yeah, like it ended up punishing everyone. Well, it's uh it's approaching break time. So we'll take a break, we'll come back, we'll rate it, we'll rename it, and then... I don't really have one for this. Do you have a... I was thinking, I I personally wanted to like pick one one story to like workshop and better and bring it to its full potential. But I don't know if that works if you I like don't know that. either. <laughs> so, um... Oh, wait, we'll 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 take a break. We'll, we'll find c- something unique. We'll come up with the third thing unique that we usually do, and then we'll come back and we'll chat more with you because we love you and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. See you in fifteen seconds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I just went poof. <laughs> hey, we're back, baby. Um, Hello. This is the Drunken Book Review Podcast. Some dumb thing we keep doing. I love it. Oh, okay. Well, it's one it's of great. Us. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you know, but I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, like, I don't know. Like, if you haven't downloaded one of our podcasts, do it. Yeah, just do it. Do it. Do it. I mean, just do it. Do it. Um, <laughs> Subscribe, like, tweet, tweet, retweet, Instagram. Book. What is that? So, and on Twitter you tweet, on Facebook you book, you face, you, you fuck, you fuck, you, you fucking fuck, fuck. <laughs> you fuck. Um, on Instagram you gram, I'm like gram. You regram, regram it. I'm like regram. Repost. I'm a repost. Post it to your story. Share yeah. it with your friends. You story it. Story it up. I mean, I think the stories are definitely what. What does it Instagram mean? Was my ship something? I heard that recently. Someone was like, "I shipped that." Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it means either. I don't know. But if you're if you're listening and you know what ship means, I'm not gonna look up Urban Dictionary on account of like I forgot already what we're I talking about. I feel about. like it could be way dirtier. Shipping sounds like it's worse. Yeah. Um. But we're talking about you know you want this by Kristen Repenian, who is the author of that viral New Yorker story, Cat Person. It's funny how like they're marketing this too because I. It has the title, it but there's this to. weird little sticker blurb in the bottom corner. It's it's called, you know, you want this, but it's also called cat person, cat person and other, other stories. stories. Yeah, yeah. Like, why not just call it cat person and other stories? I yeah, I don't. The know you want this just comes from a line in the first story. Oh, horrible line. I mean, like it's a horrible moment. It's terrible. It's like I I mean like. It's one of those things where you're really drawing a line. 
Mm-hmm. That's what I love about some of the comedians that I like that are really hard hitting, like Anthony Jeselnik and like, um, and just other brutal comedians like Tom Segura and stuff like that. That yeah. are like, hey, if you're not in, if you're not on board right now, you should turn this off. Yeah, just get you out. know, like if you're not on board after Bad Boy, which honestly is probably the worst. I mean, like most brutal story on the whole thing. Which uh, scarred, scarred's pretty bad. Scarred's pretty bad too, yeah. but like. Scarred, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know that. Anyway, the the title is kind of weird, so we're gonna rename it. Yeah, we're gonna do. It. I'm gonna nothing to do with it, stories or anything, but tragedies of the human. Okay. Okay. Because they're all everything's horrific. Everything's. Even the magical story, well, the magical stories obviously are magical, like Scarred and uh, um, Sardines. You know, those are like legitimate, like. Still has something to do with being human, though. Yeah, but I mean, like, the tragedies of the human. I think with short stories, you can go, you can get away from using something from your line, from your thing. I mean, I know you did it with your book, which you amazingly did it. Both of your titles are from one story. Yes. I mean, so it's like, you know, like you didn't even like kind of branch out and go to two different stories and, and create something. Because sometimes I like to do that with short story collections. Yeah. Like this one, you could have like biting, gnashing, and um, necromania. <laughs> biting, biting pool boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, biting, gnashing, and necromania or something like that because uh, there's a little bit of... Is that of your ev- new arena? <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a little bit of everything in there. But like, but I mean like, yeah, but no, no. Tragedies of the Human is mine. Okay. Yeah, mine was uh, Unfinished Heart. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, that also, that could be the, a better title than Scarred. Yeah, I was... Well, yeah, it relates to that story. It kind of relates to like this weird romantic like tapestry of the book but it also relates to my opinion that all these stories are unfinished that they need to be like that they're i just that i think raw. that like i don't know man you're killing me because i just short stories to me can be unfinished no because they're short stories we're Dude, even even I our would, third thing which we figured out i wouldn't spend years on a single short story if well short hopefully story she didn't go. spend years on this i know that's my problem is i don't think she spent enough time on oh it. i think i think having, fight 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 i think, I think having <laughs> a book deal what ended up being bad oh i think that stories. i think that a book deal is bad for any author i'm not I'm, i mean i'm just gonna put that out there yeah. even though i don't write but i think having making something that's your passion your job yeah. and putting a deadline on it sounds like the absolute worst thing you could do so it's like one of those things where i'd almost rather yeah. If, if it was me, I'd almost rather be freelance and just know that my writing is good well, enough. It's, to... it's like what we talked about with bands before too, right? There's a reason that sophomore slump thing exists for bands because it's they spent all their time and energy and passion working on that first album because there was no deadline. It was just like we have to make this thing the best thing it can be. But when once you hit big and you get that second album, that has to come out within the next couple of years. Yeah, and what are you going to do? Are you going to draw off your first album? Are you going to change it up? Yeah. Gonna, I mean, what do you do? Yeah. And so I think going viral like was a, ended up being a terrible prospect for her because it was like, we're going to give you this two-book deal, but the first book has to come out can in we, 2019. Can we do a little bit of um, fact-checking? What's what's this book got on good Goodreads? Oh, yeah. Can you Goodreads it while I chat about um, things that are coming up? You want the You want the... The want, star rating. I want the star rating. Yeah, give me the star rating. Yeah, that's a good, good read. While Caleb's looking up that, um, you um, have two days to prepare for Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mendel. Um, I may have said that name wrong. I don't know. It's a lot of names. But we're doing a live broadcast at Chamberlain's Uptown in Jacksonville, Florida. Come out seven o'clock. Drink with us. Hear us get stupid and talk about literature with uh, Jennifer Bundy, a woman I still have not met. And we'll hopefully get along with on Wednesday, August fourteenth. So it's uh the the rating on this is a three point six eight right now. It's pretty good. Yeah. Out of five. Uh, out of five. My my one. How many how many ratings does it say? Four thousand four hundred thirty two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just whistled into that room. Really really <laughs> sorry, guys, but that's uh, a lot of ratings. My one my one Goodreads friend gave it two. Okay. Out of five. Roxanne Gay gave it three. 
Um, she's like the the top rating. Um, trying to see. I uh, think it's cool. I like, read... but I mean, like, but I mean, like, here's one of those things too. Is like sometimes, you know, I know that like, <laughs> not you know, not everything's about putting the perfect thing out there. But the four thousand people review just reviewed on Goodreads yeah. means that there's at least ten thousand people out there that that have read the book. I will say nobody's giving it a terrible rating. Like nobody's giving it a one star. There are a couple two stars in there. But it is mostly, it seems like, between that three and five range. And I think it is, like, either the people loved it or they were a little underwhelmed. So I think it's, like, you and I are feeling the spectrum. I think we're in the spectrum. We're in the spectrum I of think it. we're in the spectrum uh, of what it is. Yeah, I just, I would I would have liked maybe something a little more polished. I think that's the only way I can say it. Well, let's more. polish that off with our third thing. Yeah. Or our second thing, which is going to be which of these would we like to see made into a TV show adaptation or movie adaptation? Right. Um, which could also further the plot and either create a story that you wish that you would have liked to gone further or something that you or really even like enjoyed. A, yeah, something that I would have rather spent more time with than reading the other stories, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so mine's, mine's The Night Runner. I would just stay in that world. I think that as a short film or that as a miniseries would be kind of fun to do like the magic of of this night runner or this not even magic i don't know if it seems like almost like a like uh, a tribal um yeah it's just a guy in a foreign place he feels, what is it, what is it when you have to go through like um to get into like a college sorority or hazing almost like a hazing it seems like these these kids or these people go through a hazing process where at some point you're a runner some point you're a night runner like you have to be like you have to find someone to haunt or something yeah. like that would be, you know, that, that would be something cool to figure out where the origination of all this stuff comes from, because yeah. everybody seems like it's like, come on, those are just night runners. Yeah, he's like, quit being a sissy, you know, like, but man, I don't want to be somewhere where someone's knocking on my door and I look mm-hmm. out, and there's no one out there, and then it sounds terrifying. No, it's pretty scary. Yeah. No, no, I mean, I, I just think that the ingredients of that story were a little more full, a little more fleshed out than some of the other stories because and in general i do usually like a simple premise but i like the dynamics of the character and the person i just don't think that i got to know the people in these stories very well i'm going to go probably against everything that you want me to go against Uh, i feel like we've done this before (laughs) Um, i want cat person to be oh i know i knew you would hate that but i want it to be made into an eight part Netflix series. And like it's the whole relationship is eight parts. No, no, no. I think that, I think like that like we're I think we're only I think we're only two episodes in when this happens or, or like it like you the development and the breakup happen in the first two episodes yeah. and we have like a couple episodes to build off of what happens after that. Because like you said, you didn't like how it ended, but I mean how it ended was like how so many of these dudes that are just fucking weird yeah. That dude was he was so awkward but so real. Like in and like I said in an uncomfortable way that like I know that there's guys out there that don't know how to kiss other than full throttle tongue down the throat. They're chubby but somehow over over charismatic with their sex. Like yeah. him saying like, "Oh, you make me so hard while his dick is going limp." Sounds yeah. so <laughs> tragic and sad. Yeah. But like also so abusive and like and how he was and like how he went from this nice guy that and then to this asshole that all of a sudden calls someone a whore within minutes of there being no conversation well, it's back. Like, it's all performance too. It's like you're doing this because you think something you have an ideal of what this thing's supposed to be rather than just again enjoy being along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. So I I like I like I I like cat person rereading it again. I I dug it. Um it did end up more 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 abruptly, but when I thought about it as a New York piece, I was like, "Wow, oh, this fits." Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking fits. This is definitely a New Yorker piece. Like, I'm, you're just like, "What is it over?" Oh, it's over. Okay, I'm on a, I'm on to learning about something else. It's now. The, well, and especially Alex Ross has another thing. That it's he's the conversational thing we always talk about too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, have you have you watched Fleabag yet? On Amazon? No, I haven't. I think you would really like Fleabag. Yeah. So it's only two seasons. Okay. And it's like seven episodes, season one, six episodes, season two. And it's it's a little bit of like that. It's like this kind of this grown woman who's dealing with some other... Unlike Cat Person has other things besides just the relationship stuff. But like 
she does this like break the fourth wall thing where she looks at you and she like makes a comment when oh. things are happening. But it definitely it opens with a guy who just wants to like fuck her up the ass. Okay. You know, and her just kind of like yeah whatever, and he's like so obsessed with her because he let her yeah fuck up the ass, and so yeah. That's why I like that that I'm sorry thing with the ass cubes episode where he's like he's talking about how great this girl is like yeah and then she made me shove ice cubes up her butt and, oh, yeah. and I was like whoa 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 wait go back to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like you're like oh shit I'm like I don't yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know if I'm I mean like I'm down for a lot of stuff I don't know if I can lick the ice cubes out of a nope, not you know, but out no of a butt. but i don't know i mean you know i've never been there i can you know feel like she's that if she's that confident but they went to a chinese restaurant before <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i was like it really depends if we're doing like a maybe you know what these stories could have used yeah a little more humor a little more humor i don't i did not laugh during any of these stories and i think i think it's it's like comedy can talk about this stuff, and it won't bother me because it's like you're you're talking about kind of how absurd and real it is. But this yeah. is these stories were trying to get at like how devastating they are, and I was just like, I don't quite feel the devastation as much as I feel the the gnarliness of it. Yeah, I mean, different. like I think if I was laughing, I was laughing at like, holy shit, I'm reading this in a public place. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like. Well, that was me and the Mister. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, well, that—that's just one of those conversation starters. Like, hope nobody at this bellows. I think it's sees cool my... that you have a you have a physical copy of the Mister that know. we haven't. We it's haven't, cool. I'll go to second. And we Charles haven't burned an effigy yet. Um. Uh, yeah, but that's. Yeah, I think that's. That's my one. Cool. So we we renamed it. We decided what we're gonna do. What's your rating? My rating. I'm giving it a three point five. Actually, no. Forgot what we're, what we're talking about. <laughs> I actually liked this book. I was like, I was like, man, I was like, I was like, man, I was like, what was I, what was I thinking about? Because I was, I was going off your range of spectrum earlier. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna give this a four point five. Okay. Yeah. No, like I was gonna give it a five, and we've talked about it a lot. But I don't know. Like I, I, I'm so close to giving this book a five. I want to. I think you're like this is where my feelings, how I, I'm just a, I'm, I'm an opposable person. Like, like I'm very easily moldable. Yeah. I, I, I really liked this book. I don't know if I can pass this book along to, to anyone unless they already love the same things I love. Like if I know someone that's like a deep Chuck Palahniuk fan, I could yeah. probably give this to my friend Gabby and she would probably think that it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Um, or a couple other people. And, um, I feel like I know people who would love this, book. and they might yeah. like it for just how it, how crazy it gets. Um, but yeah, I, I'm four point five. I'm gonna give it a four point five because I think I was originally gonna give it a five, and then you were talking about three, three point five earlier or something. Yeah, like that, <laughs> and it threw me off. I'm sorry, sorry guys. I'm Maybe it, that was my real answer. Was it a three point five? Was three point five my real answer? I'm giving it a two point seven five. Okay. I was, and my thing is, I was, I was definitely feeling a hard three. I was like, this is a good three. Like, this is right down the middle. This didn't help you. This, this actually was. made it worse. No, it's I just I go back to the last story. I hated the biter so. I much. I liked the biter. The I biter hate, story was so it. good. It was so so. You bad. just needed it to end differently. I will. And I. What just, did you want? It, what did you want to happen? I wanted. I the character needs to face consequences for their actions. Like the character themselves needs. They didn't. Str- their struggle was that they wanted to bite and they didn't bite, but they should have bitten someone and then had to deal with the afterfact of having bitten someone. Like that's a story. Like this, like oh, I love to bite and I bit that guy and he got super sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. Well, she had all this. She had it in her head how she was gonna get away, and she was gonna get away with it. And she didn't want to bite that guy at the end. He fucking molested her at the end. Yeah. I mean, he kind of got. It's like you know. I mean, it was it was revenge porn in a way. Yeah. Like I just I wanted if it had ended spitting someone's cheek at them sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, it's cool. It was again. I just read this book and felt like you're just trying to make me go like, you know. And I, but I never felt like the the story itself was super great. So it's two point seven five for me. Which averages out to about three point five, which was my original jutted out statement. I said uh, three point five. You did it. You did it. it. Probably good. That don't was know. fast math. I don't <laughs> even know myself. Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. In a couple days, two days from now, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, I hope so. Wednesday, August fourteenth, we're doing a live podcast at Chambliss Uptown in downtown Jacksonville. We'll be talking about Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mendel. 
We'll have t-shirts for sale. We'll do some audience participation. They sell beer so you can get drunk with us. And I don't know. We'll hang out after. They're like, once they're done recording, if you want to chat and shoot the shit. Is the Volstead walking distance from there? Yep. It's, like been, a, it's like less than a I've block away. I've never been to the Volstead. Can we go Wait, to the Volstead after that? What? I've never been there. We're going to the Volstead after. All right, you owe me a drink. If you want to... <laughs> oh. If you want to join us at the Volstead after, yeah. we, are, we will go to the Volstead after. Yeah, we're, we'll have to we'll have to do something, um, especially because we've got we've got people that are coming in from out of town. Yeah. You know, like uh, it should be a should be a pretty gnarly party. If you um, can't make it to the live episode, like that'll be mo- next Monday's episode. It'll be up, and you can listen to our experience live and stuff like that. So if you really good, want to. We're gonna, I'm going to shout out Braulio. This guy that that messages us and talks to us on on Instagram and stuff like that. A little drunk book pod, drunk book pod fan. Yeah, he yeah. he he he's says he's coming out, and this dude's in uh he's in he's in South Florida, and he's coming up to hang out with us. I think he lives in Orange County or something like that down down South Florida. Um, so we got some fans that are that are that are willing to come and hang out with us and stuff like that. And yeah. it's pretty funny because he called us out. He like used a term from one of our podcasts, and and I was like, I was like, damn, that's crazy. You're you're like, uh, for some reason, that really threw me off about fucking my own face or something. Like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, Caleb said that in one of our episodes, and I was like, I was like, oh, that makes way more sense. And I was like, neat. <laughs> Somebody's literally listening to all of our podcasts, like, or at least closely enough where he can quote some things that we've said. That, that was a pretty brutal one. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think we did a good job. We did it. We fuck did it. Thing. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know what's happening. Um, but we love next, you. Next, next, go round. Well, next week is the live episode. It'll next be, week's the live. It'll be available for downloads and stuff like that. And then it'll be New Yorker after that. And then it'll be September. And that's our birthday. And we're not. You know, we'll just maybe we'll have a birthday podcast. We're gonna do the lovely bones. Uh, for a bonus. Which which. We were trying. We didn't do a very good job with this. We we said that we were gonna try to make a story from Kristen Rapinian's book into a movie, and that was gonna correlate into how we're doing That's a be bonus, our, our a bonus segue. book slash movie episode. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing the Lovely Bones, where we um, review not only the book, the Lovely Bones, but also the, the movie. movie and so, how they correlate. Yeah, in September we're gonna kind of like relaunch and revamp uh, what it means to be a Bridge Eight subscriber. You know, so. If you decide you're gonna to subscribe to Bridge Eight, you'll get a book. You'll get you'll get the books when they come out. You'll get the T-shirts when we make them, and then you'll also get a bonus podcast from us every month. Yeah. So if you want to subscribe to Bridge Eight, uh, come back in September. We'll have that up, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, we love you. Have a great, great rest of your week. It's Monday. Hopefully you're enjoying yourself. Your hands are down your pants at some point. Yep. Or someone else's hands are down your pants. Or your hands are down someone else's pants. Uh, yeah. Consensually. Yeah, yeah. We don't want any biters out there. Yeah, no biters. No biters. You don't want to be bitten. You don't want to be bitten. A biter is someone that will bite my cheek off and spit it out on me. All right, well, goodbye. Adios and take care. Adios. Adios.